When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast. You know what to do by now. We're live. Get involved in the comments and the chat. Joining me is the old and the new, right? We've got the new-ish in Joe Smith. Hello. He's only been with us for about four years. Yep. Pathetic. Embarrassing. And we've also got the old school. <laughs> and you might not recognise him because he's got facial yeah. hair and he's I'm all grown up. It. It's Charlie as a red from the full-time Devils days. And we were just chatting before, Charlie, when, the, when you first on the channel when we were full-time devils. When yeah. was it? Eight years ago? Yeah, eight years ago. So it was, I, I want to say it was 2013. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was around this time of the year, actually. We mm. played City. Right. It was away. And we lost. And I just, I berated Smalling. I remember that. And yeah. There was, on, was there one on Nanny yes, as well? Was that a different one? No, that was uh, that was William. Oh, it was William. That Sorry, was yeah. William, you were Smalling. Yeah, no, Sorry. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Same person, really. All, all <laughs> mend into one after these years. What can we say? <laughs> Comments get him. You were what, 10 years old, 11 years old? Yeah, yeah, something like that. 10 years old, uh, the first one. I just went up to Adam because I'd, I'd seen him at a game like two weeks before. Yeah. And I said hi. And then he was like, oh, do you want to talk? Like, do you want to give us your thoughts on the game? And I was like, well, I mean, sure. And then I went home and I remember looking at it and it just kept going. And I was like, oh. Yeah. If you can go and, and check that out, you can go and check out. We've still got loads of videos from b- back in the day on Full Time Devils and Charlie's event on there as well. Obviously, Joe, you're in charge of the comments in the chat. Yes. Today, we're going to be talking about Sir Jim Ratcliffe, the Glazers, and in true bullseye style with Shade Jaseem, could come, come and have a look what you could have won. Mm. Yeah. And it's not a speedboat because there's lots of stories doing the rounds that had Shade Jassim been successful with his takeover of Manchester United because now he's pulled out of the race, in case you didn't know that, which I'm amazed if you didn't. Um, we would have had Mbappe and Camavinga and Coleman and a new stadium and the deck cleared and everything we wanted. But now we're stuck with just, you know, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, the one that everyone wanted 18 months ago. Yeah. But, you know, it's not 18 months ago anymore, is it? So everyone's a bit miffed. Well, are they? You can let me know. Get involved in the comments in the chat. Right. Let's start it. Let's get into this then. Yeah. The whole... Here's with a little timeline. Mm-hmm. So, Saturday night, the news breaks. Sheikh Jassim, official, well, say officially, Romano breaks the news, which is kind of official, that Jassim is out. He's had enough. He's waited 11 months. It's not happening. The Glazer are accepting his offer. Mm-hmm. He's pulling out. His final offer. He made his it, final offer, yeah. yeah. Now, it looks like, from other reports and stories we're reading, that the Glazers and the board had kind of already decided or decided they were going to go with Sir Jim Ratcliffe's latest offer, which was 25% of the club. That's probably why Sheikh Jassim was like, look, I'm done, because he knew what was coming. There's going to be a meeting on Thursday, a board meeting, to decide about his 25%. Now, according to the various reports, and there's lots of them floating around, the 25% by Sir Jim Ratcliffe will give him control of the football and sporting, which is football, obviously, side of things. Mm -hmm. So he can have control over whether he wants to bring in Paul Mitchell or whoever should have final say-so on transfers. And also, according to some reports as well, he'll have a say on the, the stadium and things like that. It also seems like this could be the opening salvo in in terms of getting a full takeover. So eventually, he'll want to take over the, the majority of the shares and have full control of the club. 
this is a developing story. So the first thing we need to do is wait and see what happens on Thursday. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's going to be a formality that they're going to vote for him, yeah. but you never know in Manchester United. No. Then we can maybe have a clearer picture. Then he could probably put out a statement of what he intends to do and we can find out what's going on there. Now, while we're waiting for all this, it seems that everyone's sort of posturing about what we've missed out on. Yeah. Because the thing with Sheikh Jassim and the Qatari-backed bid, and it did look like it was Qatari-backed, was he had almost unlimited wealth. So he could have done all these magical things and these wonderful things mm. in terms of the stadium yeah. and getting rid of that and the things that we wanted, to be fair, yeah. not, not dismissing that at all. Then we get into certain things where you go, mm, could that have happened? Getting Camavinga, getting Mbappe, getting Coleman. Yeah. Because FFP is still a thing, whether we like it or not, it is. We got fined for breaking FFP last year. So how do you think we're going to go out and buy Kylian Mbappe, Eduardo Camavinga and Kingsley Coleman? I'm not really sure, but we'll get into that. Also... Are they going to come here? Is Eduardo Camavinga going to leave Real Madrid to come and play for Manchester United? Now, I love Manchester United. It's, you know, obviously my club. But let's be real here. Is that going to happen? Are Real Madrid even going to let him go? One of their best young midfielders. I can't see it. Also, Mbappe, how much is that going to cost? Is that going to happen? I know you might say, well, we've got unlimited money. We've changed the team, so it would have happened. FFP again. And also, is he going to come to United? I don't know, man. It just, it all feels a bit like far-fetched, if I'm being brutally honest. Joe, I'll let you walk, talk us through this because mm. you've got some of the quotes, the reports here because I have to admit, I'm taking some of these stories with a pinch of salt Yeah. because I think having money is one thing. Getting yeah. players to come is a completely different one. Getting clubs to sell them is a diff another different one altogether. And you're talking with all these clubs about the biggest, richest clubs in the world as well. So it's not yeah. like the skin. Yeah, PSG aren't, aren't short of a few quid, are they? No, Let's no, be honest. Like, this is the thing that does my head in is now we hear all these plans of Mbappe... Kingsley Coman, Camavinga, just seemingly three sort of random French players that, yeah. you know, not necessarily players we need or we've ever link, been linked with before. Coman we have on and off, but like it just, Mbappe clearly wants to go to Real Madrid at some point. So he's got to, he's got to agree to come as well in the first place. But just like, what is, what is this? Like, oh, you, you should have gone out with me because I'd have, I'd have bought you a nice meal. All right, well, make your offer better then. Yeah. Like the only reason you are you don't own Manchester United is because your offer wasn't good enough. Yeah. You, you Man United is only worth what the Glazers say it's worth. As much as that pisses me off, yeah. I'm sure it pisses everyone else off. Ma Manchester United is worth what the Glazers say it's worth. They own it. So if you can't get the best offer in, it doesn't matter what you would have given us. All that does is serves to highlight how bad you were in the biz in the, in the business room. Like you couldn't get the deal done. Oh, oh right. Sorry, is that our fault? Is that my I've, been, I've seen like, that like, like people yeah. like yeah, acting like I don't know. It's it's almost as if people are acting like Sheikh just seems some sort of victim here. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. You're, what are you the tenth from the sort of tenth richest family on earth, or whatever? You know, like yeah. a seemingly unlimited amount of money. You're part of the, the, the Qatari royal family. You couldn't get the money together to buy Man United. And yet there was all this extra money that was going to buy us all of the top players in the world, get us a new stadium, redevelop the area, like all of this stuff. And yet Jim Radcliffe's offer, if you scale it up to being, a, you know, 25%, 1.7 billion, whatever, if you scale that up, values Manchester United more highly than Sheikh Jassim did. Yeah. So where's your infinite money there? Literally, it's not even, I mean, obviously it helps that the, the Glazers wanted to stay on and, and Jim Ratcliffe let them do that, I get that. But also, Jim Ratcliffe just valued Manchester United more. He His bid is worth more money overall. Like, it's not very, like, 
I don't, yeah. don't give me all this shit about, oh, we would have done this, that, and the other. We got to buy us first. I and, don't, uh, that's what I don't get. I don't get how people are so sort of pro Shakespeare and Seam. Like, uh, fair enough if you wanted Shakespeare and Seam. I've got good, close friends, right? My best friend, like, literally, he wanted Katai, he wanted Shakespeare and Seam. And when it happened, he was ringing me on Saturday night and he was devoted and all the rest of it. I get that, if that's what you want and you think that is our best way to compete and all the rest of it. What I don't get is how you, you suddenly, you wanted that and you feel like Shades of Seam is, is a victim and has been outdone by because if he's going to spend billions and billions and billions, he could have gone a little bit more. He could have gone a little bit yeah, further and he could have usurped Sir Jim Ratcliffe. If you yeah. if you want a guitar and you think that they've got the best money and all the, the most money and all the rest of it, then I don't understand how you're looking at him going, oh, poor Shade just seemed like he's a victim. He could have gone for it, and if he was serious about it, he would have. I mean, you can dismiss that claim pretty quickly just by looking at that. It's like, how much do you reckon Mbappe, Coleman, and Camavinga cost? 300 million, million, 450 million, yeah. something yeah. like that. I think Mbappe um, could break a record for and how much this, easily. Well. I, I don't even think they're telling for 300, really. It's like, yeah. how much would that cost? But yeah. that's besides the point anyway. It's like, instead of saying you're going to commit all this money to the club, how about you just put it in the offer first? And then once you've got it, then, like you say, everyone's coming out and saying they've got all this unlimited money. They're saying what they could have done if they'd have bought the club. But as Joe's rightly said, they've not stumped up the money for it. So yeah. they can't really be too bitter about it. And also, I know that we just, like, the hunt, the, the, and we'll get to the Jim Ratcliffe stuff because people are saying because we're, we're criticising the, the, this sort of PR or I am anyway yeah. this kind of PR that's come out after the fact about Sheikh Jassim and like you said like everyone sort of feels sorry for him like that doesn't necessarily mean I'm 100% happy with the way it is playing out and we'll get into that in a minute That this isn't the point we're making at the moment but it's also not impossible that Sheikh Jassim could have said alright then if you want to stay I'll buy 25% with a view to a full sale, but it's in contract in five years, I own 100%. He mm-hmm. could have done that as well. It's like, we all just accepted that Sheikh Jassim can only buy 100% up front right now, no matter what. He could have been a bit more lenient if he wanted to. He could have played the game a bit more like like um, Jim Ratcliffe has done. Well, when it's not like he, he's got a, some legal right to only own 100% or 0% of Man United. There were other ways this could have gone down. Exactly, I just don't, this is the one thing that just baffles me a little bit. It's this whole like, you know, Shade just seems the, the, the victim and all this. I don't mm-hmm. think he is. Like, if he wanted a club, he could have bought a club. He's got uh, access to all this dough. And if he really wanted it, he could have gone, look, let's just get it over the line. Whatever Sir Jim Ratcliffe's doing, I'll do that, but I'll give you more. Well, exactly, because I, I can't say I followed the story as intensely on Sir Jim Ratcliffe's side, but I, I swear when he first wanted the club that he, he didn't want 25%, did he? I assume no, he wanted, he wanted, he wanted he, the full first, thing and it was going to be back within the last point. Wasn't it? He wanted so, 69% of the club, which is the Glazers' shares. Then the people that own the other shares kicked off and said, hang on a minute, we're not, what, what, what's this leave, where's this leave us? We've just got to sit here with our shares. Mm. So apparently what he's doing is he's buying both. He's buying some Glazers' shares and some of the other shares as well. But mm-hmm. he's worked it. He's gone, right, okay, how can I get this over yeah. the line? She just seemed could have done that. He mm. could have, like you yeah. were saying. He could have said, all right, what is it? This could be more attractive to them. All right, I want the club. I'm, I'm, I'm a massive United fan. I've got all this dough. I've got all these plans. I'm willing to wait another three or four years. First of all, though, I want sporting control so I can mm. start doing all these things that we spoke about with the Mbappes and all the rest of it. Mm. Eventually, I want to own the Manchester United because that's what Sir Jim Ratcliffe's doing. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's just that's, that's the one thing I don't get with this argument we're seeing. And another, well, there's several things I don't get. And another thing I'm seeing as well is fans blaming other fans. Yeah. Well, if you'd have backed it, this, you know what? 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 What do you honestly think fans could have done, us fans could have done? We've been protesting against the Glazers since 2005, yeah? 
when we were winning trophies, we were doing it. When we weren't winning trophies, we were doing it. We had a sitting not long ago, the Forest game was there. We had a walkout not long ago before that was there. Did all that stuff, yeah. What 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 else did we needed to do to get Sheikh Jassim to buy Manchester United? What where would the process have gone? I need to go now. I'll tell you what now. Mm. Now now that they've left the ground a little bit earlier than they were going to, or they've done that protest a little bit longer than they, they were originally planned. Now I'll pay the extra billion quid. That's nonsense. Mm. It's not the fans' fault that no. Sir Jim Ratcliffe has bought the club. So if you're angry about Sheikh Jassim not buying Manchester United, the people to blame for that are Sheikh Jassim and his people and the Glazers, because that's who's caused this. Not Manchester United fans, or even Sir Jim Ratcliffe, you knew what he was trying to do, he was trying to buy Manchester United, and he's done it. Yeah. What are you blaming him for? You should be looking at the people that didn't let that happen, and that's Sheikh Jassim, who dropped the ball with it, yeah. and, the, and the Glazers, who didn't want to go down the route what he was offering, because I said this from day one, and I'll say it again, they don't care what you're going to do once you've bought the club. You could say once I buy this club, I'm going to make a new stadium that fits half a million people in it and I'm going to spend 17 billion quid on it and it's going to float on, on the moon. They don't care. No. All they care about is how much dough they're getting. The Glazers yeah. wouldn't even care if it moved out of Manchester. No. Like, you no. could say I'm building I mean. a stadium in, I don't know, yeah. Wales. They don't give yeah, a song. Yeah, they would not care. Yeah, they don't care. They would not care. They just yeah. want the most amount of dough. That's, That's how thing. you get it to work. Jim Ratcliffe's bid amounts to more money it values man united more favorably than than the the qatar bid that's, that's that is it that's yeah. really what it comes down to they wanted to stick around for a little bit because they think the value could go up even more than it already has mm -hmm. and the 1.7 or whatever it is billion times that by four is more than what Sheikh jassin was offering for the full thing so like mean, it, it you know we can get into the jim Ratcliffe stuff and i think we should get into the jim Ratcliffe stuff in a minute yeah um but before that i just want to read this from um carve solicol who's talking about um, Sheikh Jassim walking away from the deal. And this, this, this is a bizarre tweet in my eyes, right? So I'm going to go through this. And this is according to a source, supposedly from, as I say supposedly, this is a source from Sheikh Jassim's team or entourage or, you know, whatever the phrase Someone is. Someone in the know. Someone in the know on, on his side of things. He says, what is happening is totally unreal. The Glazers' valuation is insanely fanciful. Sheikh Jassim offered them almost double the market capitalization. He was a cash buyer. He was going to clear their debts. There would be no new debt. And he was going to put in another 1.4 billion for the stadium and the team. And that still wasn't enough for the Glazers. What we're left pardon me, with now, after almost a year, is someone who's going to overpay for 25% of the club. They are arguably the greatest and most historic football club on the planet. And after a year, there's just one bidder and he can only stump up enough for 25%. It's a joke. If they just wanted to sell to a minority stake, they could have done that privately last November. The market dictates that United are what United are worth, not the Glazers or Rain. Remember when there were apparently eight serious bidders? All along, there's only been one bidder for 100% of the club. So why should he bid against himself? Ratcliffe is overpaying and any higher... Um, valuation than Sheikh Jassim is sheer lunacy. If he can only afford to buy 25% to start with, who's going to pay for the new stadium? Who's going to fix the leaking roof? Who's going to pay for the new training centre and new players and community projects? United can't keep up with Brighton these days, never mind City, Liverpool and Arsenal, and don't even think about the likes of Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. If they go with Ratcliffe, they get another shareholder. How does that help the decision-making? Where is the new vision, new ambition? Where is the engagement with the fans? Sheikh Jassim tried uh, to bridge the gap between reality and lunacy on his valuation. He did his best. He did his best? Jesus wept. So you think like some uh, sort of war veteran? Yeah. What are you <laughs> on about? He did his best. He didn't. He could have spent more and got us. Yeah. And also, that just seems like pure client journalism. That. That's just like, it's put out these things that I want you to say that yeah. make me look good after I've just lost 
Yeah. I mean, it's truly pathetic. After it really I come out of a situation looking bad, yeah, right, just to make me look a little cause, bit bad. Because also, yeah. usually, when you get something that's an unnamed source, that's usually because it's information that wasn't publicly available before that is now sort of bringing new light to the story, but you don't want to reveal who it was. This is like an interview with someone. There's no new information there. It's just the facts we already know put into a sort of anti-Jim Ratcliffe, pro-Sheikh Jassim frame and sort of put out there, like you said, Jay, almost like, you know, tell me what to say and I'll say it. I just, some of this stuff is, you know, talking about the market dictates what United are worth, not the Glazers or Rain. Well, that's not true, is it? No. That, they dictate what the shares are worth, but look what has just happened. The Glazers dictate what United is worth because, oh, because it, 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 that's literally what has just unfolded. So you can say, you know, I can tell you this watch, yeah, you can get a new one for 100 quid, but if you want mine, it's 150. Yeah. And I don't have to sell it for any less than that. That's no. literally what the Glazers have just done. So, you know, it, it does seem a little bit of sour grapes to me from, um, from this person who is seemingly speaking, um, you know, with Sheikh Jassim uh, on their side. It just seems very strange, like, if he can only afford to buy 25%, who's going to pay for the new stadium? All he's able to do is stump up enough for 25%. He's offered higher than that, like we said before. He offered and was willing to go over 50% of the club, take full, like, you know, control of the club, um, Jim Ratcliffe. But the Glazers didn't want that. It's not that he wasn't able to pay that, you know, unless that is the case, but no one has reported that Jim Ratcliffe didn't have enough money to buy 51% of Man United no. or 69 or whatever He's it was. He's worth more than Sheikh Jassim. He's worth more than Shane. Shane just seems money. If you look at the individual wealth, so Jim Ratcliffe thinks worth about thirty billion. Shane just seems individual wealth is like one and a half billion or two billion or something. Yeah. It's this whole idea that it's not Qatari bats doesn't make any sense if it's yeah. not coming from the Qatari money because that is where all the money would be. That's where you need all the money to come from. Yeah. He wouldn't have enough on his own. He yeah. wouldn't have enough to do all these things he promised. Not from his own individual wealth. Yeah. He must have access to more wealth to make all this work. Yeah. And I just find this whole narrative really strange. Yeah. It's like, instead of going, right, okay, this is who our new owner's going to be, or he's going to own 25%, right, let's hold his feet to the fire. Let's challenge him, which I will do, by the way. I will be like, you know, questioning him. I'm going to carry mm -hmm. on protesting against the Glazers. Don't think that's done. No. I'm going to be in from the 1958 on this channel later on this week. So don't think this is all why we're all okay with this now, because I personally ain't. Yeah. But instead of going down this road, it feels like we're all going, oh, no, shit, just see him. Look what we could have had with him. Look how, how poor it is. And he did his best. He tried his best. And I think Kavi, you know, he gets a lot of things right on Sky, but he's had a lot of things wrong over this. I remember him doing a story about the fact that the, the bids had come in, the fourth round of bids, they both come in. And then an hour later, saying they hadn't, when it became obvious they hadn't. That. Do you remember that? I remember that, And he that, went on yeah. Sky and he went, we were hearing reports that mm. the bids had come in. And now that fight, we found out it's not true. You were the one reporting the bids had come in. Yeah. You the one that said it. Do you know what I mean? So that doesn't make any sense. So yeah, yeah I just feel this, oh, some of this is borderline hysterical. Yeah, we've got a few um, comments. Um, some people, I think, either purposely or accidentally kind of missing the point. Uh, Hasby Chowdhury says, how are you talking about personal worth when you're always saying it's state-backed? That's literally the point. That's literally made. what I just yeah. said. Yeah. Is what, is, what are you on about? I've just said you cannot have enough money to do all the things you want unless it's state-backed. Yeah, exactly. Jesus wept. Um, he's not worth more, not even close. Again, you've literally just oh my God. went on to say My that. head hurts, man. Well, yeah. are, these, is this, are these bots or what? Like, am I not speaking clearly enough right the point i'm making i'll say it again is that if sheikh jasim was going to do all the things that he promised to do 
He doesn't have enough wealth individually to do it, so he must have access to more wealth, yeah. which would come from Qatar. That is literally the point I'm making. Yeah. Uh, we've got a few super chats. Nabil Akbar says, uh, if you have more money, that doesn't mean that you spend it stupidly. They were planning on paying double the valuation. You guys deserve what's coming for you. Ooh. Yeah, uh, happily. Cool, okay. Uh, I Very mean, threatening. Yeah, and also the other thing is, there's, you don't have a like just a right to own Man United. Like, if you don't bid what the sellers want, you don't get it. It doesn't matter whether they were willing to pay double the evaluation. It wasn't enough. And and, and that may pain you, that may pain me. You know, we'll get into our opinions on it. But, you know, just look at what's actually happened. We we can't pretend that if they paid more, they wouldn't have bought it. Do you know what makes me laugh, right? 18 months ago, we did a a live stream when Ineos were doing their live Q&A, yeah? And I was here, it was seven o'clock on a Monday. And we did it, and every single person in the chat, there wasn't one who didn't want Ratcliffe. Every yeah. single person looked at him as the saviour. And now every single person looks at him as the Antichrist. Now listen, I don't want the Glazers to stay. I don't, I've said that all along, I've been saying that since I was 25 years old, and I'm a lot older than that now. It's not like I'm sat here going, yeah, great, the Glazers stay. I'm not. My point I'm making is, a, we keep protesting against him. B, this looks like this could be an end game where eventually they do leave. And C, we ain't getting Sheikh Jassim. It's all a moot yeah. point with him. It's done now. The only thing I'm certain of is that he ain't having it. Yeah. Because Ben Jacobs and everyone else who's reliable has said 100% he's not having this club. Yeah. Let's um, get through some of the comments and let's get on our opinions on actually what is happening, which is this seemingly, obviously, there's a bit, there's a. Um, uh, a, a bid, not a bid, a, a vote on Thursday yeah, yeah. to get this 25% bid through. But let's we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Reese says, Qatar didn't do enough, but maybe a partnership between Jim Ratcliffe and Qatar would have been a good result. Good sports people and lots of money, potentially. See, that's, that's not a ridiculous idea. I wonder whether they'd have gone for it. They did, no. That was a, the tea that's my issue. That. Yeah, yeah I, no, I don't know if they'd have gone like, let's, let's partner up. And I don't know if even if Sir Jim Ratcliffe would have partnered up with them because it seems to me he wants to be in control. Yeah. And then yeah. who out of shape to see Mr. Jim Ratcliffe in that scenario is... is who's going to be the face of it? Really, yeah, who's going to be the face like and who's pulling the trigger on certain deals? Yeah. Um, Abhinav Verma says, a billionaire crying that he's the victim. Shock horror. I mean, I get you want to build a stadium on the moon, but Ponytail Baldy Face doesn't care. Uh, Nabil well, Akbar says, uh, when you will be Sir Jim Ratcliffe and Glazer out, remember this day. Um, Elias too said, can we talk about Sir Jim Ratcliffe, please? He's the LA. Yes, I would That's like to talk about That's a great point. Like, Let's talk about Sir Jim Ratcliffe. Because <laughs> and also, when you will be Glazer out? We're already Glazer out. We're well, it, glazing it, out. Yeah, oh, it's exactly. not changing, is it? Oh, no. Honestly. Well, on that then, the Glazers aren't leaving short term. They are still going to be here, mm-hmm. still in control of Manchester United, which I think we can all agree is shit, mm-hmm. isn't it? No one wants that. No. However, I think when, you, when you're in a position, the best thing and the, and the main thing you can do is let's look at, right, is this position likely to get better or likely, likely to get worse? What we are hearing so far is that Jim Ratcliffe wants the Glazers to be fully out of Manchester United. He wants full control, Yeah. which to me puts me in a slightly more optic position, uh, optimistic position than I was 18 months ago, where it looked like the Glazers were going nowhere. Yeah. N- you know, they, they will be here for as long as we can imagine. Now, yes, it may not be what everyone wants. It may not be full sale immediately, which everyone wants. However, I feel we're in a better position now than we were 12 months ago. Would you agree with that? Or do you think, obviously, there's a, there's a lot of things to unpick here. What are your thoughts on Jim Ratcliffe buying 25% of Man United? I'm hopeful that this is him, his steps towards taking over from them. 
Because, listen, there's no perfect owners of Manchester United, but I think Sergio Ratcliffe would be a better owner of United than the Glazer family. Yeah. I do. I honestly believe that. And if this is the first step towards him taking control of United, I'm all for it. Because let's not forget, this is how the Glazers bought United. The Glazers didn't come in in 2004. And I know they bought us up, like they got the control and interest in 2005, but I think they started buying up shares in the early noise. Mm. And then they bought like 10%, 17%. 30% until the, yeah, and then it was the compulsory purchase order when they had enough to force a takeover. So if that's what this is, then that makes sense to me. And that is preferable to the Glazers being controlled. My only worry, this is my main worry, is this isn't putting the Glazers on live support. This isn't a way of them staying around for another 18 years or whatever. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the that's my, that's my big worry. Now I doubt it, because I'd be very surprised if Sir Jim Ratcliffe is just going 25% and then I'm done. As long as I got control, I just want my twenty-five percent, and then them lot are yeah. still going to own the most of the majority of the club. I don't see that happening, but that is my worry because we don't know yet, do we? No, we're not too sure. I mean, it's strange, really, because you can—I don't know—you look at it from the Glazers' perspective. It's like some of them obviously wanted to sell, and mm -hmm. I guess a few obviously had doubts after a while. Um, so it gives the ones who wanted to sell a bit of the cast in, uh, injection so they can go and do whatever they want, I guess. But the main worry is, like you say, what if in seven, eight, eight nine years' time as transfer fees keep going up and everything keeps going up, what if the club's then worth whatever Sheikh Jassim had already put a bid in for and it's worth five, six billion? Uh, and then it becomes, we've still got the Glazers there. So it's mm. just awkward, isn't it? But we have to hope that Sir Jim Ratcliffe is trying to buy the full club and also I'd say we're in a better position we are w than we were a few days ago because until the news had come out it just seemed at a standstill really so at least well, we're moving in some kind of direction yeah. I honestly thought if you asked me a couple of weeks ago I thought we, they were going to stay completely yeah, yeah I, 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 I was beginning to lose any sort of optimism or hope that, that any sale was going to go through I thought it's gone on for 11 months now Keeping rumblings about they wanted to wait to the World Cup after the World Cup in America because they thought there could be uh, American billionaires who suddenly, that, yeah. you know, love soccer because mm. they've seen the World Cup and want to spend a lot of money on United. So I was like, oh, this I sounds like it could drag on and on and on. I do think as well, like, if we're looking at Jim Ratcliffe just as a sort of businessman, his business acumen is better than any of the the Glazer siblings. Their dad basically got them got the money. They only got the and, club because the dad yeah, died. That's yeah, it. They got it handed down to him essentially. Jim Ratcliffe. Is, w is worth more money than they are, so financially has more weight to throw around, mm -hmm. is more of an actual businessman than any of they are. They're just sort of this kind of succession brats, aren't they? kids yeah. sort of fighting for their, you know, th their dad's money. So I do expect that you know, we are moving to a point where the Glazers will leave. I just, I just really hope that, that we are and that it isn't, like you said, them changing their mind again Actually, now you know we think the next twenty five percent instead of it costing one point seven billion, that's going to cost you two point five billion, and the and the final twenty five percent or whatever that's going to cost you three point five yeah. billion. And actually, Jim Ratcliffe ends up paying or maybe refusing to pay, which would be the worst case scenario, eight nine billion for United because well inflation you can't you know it's not going to cost because one point seven is what it cost two thousand twenty three unless United go down in value or you know football generally goes you know drops down in value yeah, which is the, the next 25 is going to cost even more so that's a worry because i guess obviously jim ratcliffe and his team will have thought of this as well i just don't want a situation where we are then priced out from the next 25 percent and the no. next 25 percent and the glazers keep control for five or ten years that would be a disaster because we've already seen their decision making is so horrendous that you know, as long as they're here, I just I genuinely can't see United being successful again to Neither. the to the sort of highest degree. So, 
that's the main concern in it that they that they don't sell and that this isn't a step in the right direction it's just a step in a sideways direction where they get a billion quid in cash to spend on what they want yeah, and I'm sure that thing won't be Manchester United I just think as well like fair play to Kieran Maguire because I remember a couple of years ago 18 months ago whenever it was and it was not long after Sir Jim Ratcliffe had put that bid in for Chelsea and Kieran Maguire said he wants to buy United. This is before the Glazers had announced this strategic alternative. Was this before all the Chelsea stuff as well? No, it was just oh, after was around just that. After. And he said, look, he put a bid in for Chelsea that was late and lower than Todd Burley's. He said yeah. he had no chance of winning that, that takeover. Mm. And he said it felt like it was a message to the Glazers saying, look, I've got money and I want to spend it on a football club. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I'm here. And then he said about Sir Jim Ratcliffe, he said, look, the guy's 70. A lot of what he's thinking now is about his legacy, what he's going to be leaving behind, not what, and he's not going to be here for the next 50 years. It's like, okay, if he can come in and be the guy that sorts Manchester United out, well, that is a great legacy. Yeah. That's what Kieran Maguire said, and this was before any of this. So if you look at it from that point of view, then I'm hoping that's right, and that is it, what he's about, and he wants to take control, he wants to sort Manchester United out. I'm hoping he just doesn't want to come in, give the Glazers a load of money, and make a few changes that don't amount to nothing, yeah. because that would be, be disastrous. But you have to think that for a man who's quite savvy, he's made a lot of money, he isn't probably going to be around, right, yeah. long yeah. enough to make a big profit on this from no. United. Because it's probably going to take 20... If you spend Look at the Glazers, double, yeah, 18 years. 18 yeah. years. If you so spend also double years. what the, pr- the value is, what the market value is, it's going to take a long time for you to get a return on that investment and the profit on that. And also, how much profit are you going to get when you're already worth 30 bill? Is it going to be yeah. that much? Does it really matter? Yeah. yeah. So I just wonder, and I'm, I hope, and I don't know, I just hope that he's coming in because he wants to leave a legacy of the man that basically saved Manchester United from the Glazers. <laughs> I mean, it's tough, isn't it? We have to bite our tongues on it until he, you know, comes out and it's announced and everything, and then we can start getting a bit more excited about it until he actually shows some intention of doing that as well. Yeah. Because as we've seen, obviously, with the Glazers, it's not always going to go perfect when you get a new owner in. So yeah. No, you're right. That's the other thing, isn't it? Like, this, we're, we're, we're just at this, the first step of this now. It feels like such a standstill, though, after yeah. the last 18 months but we've, of like, we've all had that this, talk. Like, you know, they're going to sell, they're not going to sell, they're going to sell, they're not going to sell. Silence. Okay, looks like Jim Radcliffe's going to sort of, you know, breach through the sort of wall a little bit there's a change something's happening a part of man united is being sold he doesn't have a controlling stake but he has a stake with some control if, if this thing is true about him being um, sort of leading the sporting thing that kind of makes sense to me because the glazers would probably not you know be happy to give up some of that control they must see they aren't great at buying players yeah or they must know you know now. hiring people they don't have to be idiots to go hmm let's look at the finishes first second first second first second third first 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 second third sixth fourth second third sixth fourth like they don't have to be a genius to work out things haven't gone that well for the last 10 years yeah just look at how much we've bought players for exactly and how much sold them on for. even yeah just if they just look at it from a purely financial perspective we are losing money on players left right and center we ain't winning many trophies okay maybe someone else needs to have a go at this take a bit of the heat off them i can see from their perspective why they'd want to do that and from jim Ractor's perspective if this is the start of him owning the full club or owning the controlling you know majority of the club then he will want some kind of tangible proof that they are actually you know going to back that put their money where their mouth is and say here's the control you can have but that hasn't happened yet we haven't had any press conference any word from Jim Ratcliffe any if anything official from the Glazers this is all just speculation we're all getting so worked up and I think rightly so because it's been such a point of contention for so long 
but we actually, like you just said, we need to hear what is your intention, like we would with any owner, what are you going to do, what are you not going to do, how are you going to avoid mistakes being repeated from the past, and how are we going to be successful well, going forward, and that's what I'm looking forward to, and hopefully yeah. we'll hear that next week. One thing I will expect, though, is, and it's going to annoy a lot of people, I think he's going to be very guarded about what he says about the Glazers. Because be nice he, he's not, he's gonna, he can't come out and go, these clowns have wrecked this football. You won't do a run yet. Yeah. So the sooner I get rid of him, the better, because this is an absolute bin fire. He's not gonna say that. Obviously, he can maybe set out his plans and here's what I want to do, and we're gonna, you know. Here's how we're gonna be successful. Yeah, yeah. That, but I, I, I don't expect him to be too negative about the Glazers, which I think is gonna upset a lot of people, because I think a lot of people, like you were saying, would want a Ralph Ragnick sort of turbocharged press conference Start where we just start yeah, it's open this club's a mess you, yeah. this is going to take years to fix and I'm just inheriting an absolute pile of dog doom he ain't going to do that and I know like we'd love to hear him say that but I think if he's going to be realistic and he's working with these people and also he's trying to buy more of the club off him we're not going to we're not going to hear that kind of language no matter how much we'd love to no yeah uh, we've got a few super chats um, Reese says, seeing Gary Neville's tweet and must statement, uh, we need more detail. Yeah, we do need more detail. That's the thing, isn't it? That's the, the devil's in the details, it. as you say. Yeah, exactly. Because this could be a net positive. It could be a net negative. If he just says, actually, you know, I'm just here, let the Glazers carry on running things. I'll be a silent investor. It's essentially business as it was before. Yeah. And we've come out of this with the worst possible scenario, which is the Glazers have got more money, so less reason for them to sell. And they still retain control. That would be horrendous. And even but we're worse, hopeful that that's not the case. You know what, right? I'm not ITK me. I'm not, I, I've said that ever since I started blogging about United over Twitter. Well, about 18 years ago, whenever it was. But I keep hearing these reports that all the staff are gutted, and I do know people that work at the club, mm. and that isn't the, what I'm hearing from them. I'm hearing that they're like, all right with it. Yeah. So I don't want to speak for all of them, but this whole thing of like the, uh, all the staff are gutted, it's not Qatar. I don't, I don't know where that's coming from. I don't that's know if not that's my conversations it. that I've been having like with a few people. Is not that's not the case. So I don't know, man. It seems like certain people are just putting stuff out there where maybe they're speaking to different people, or maybe they're just being told that. I don't know. It just seems a little bit weird. Some of the stories that I'm hearing, yeah. because when you're trying to get them stood up, and you think, all right, let's let's see if that's the case. It's like some people are like more no. PR, exactly what this entire saga needed. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. It more just PR. Seems, yeah, it well, just that's seems what we've seen in it. Last last forty eight hours has just been the PR team for both Jim Ratcliffe and Shake Justin. Last just eleven months, months to be honest well, with you, bro. But in particular, now nah, you're right. A, yeah. a revel it's been revving up because now it's like the gloves are off. Yeah, for, proper. For, yeah, so people are coming out and going. Shade just seems promising this, and also from so Jim Ratcliffe, you know, we covered it in the news this morning. The, the Times have been quite pro Ratcliffe if we mm. can use that term came coming out and said he's going to build a 90,000 seat stadium or he's going to redo the stadium yeah. so it can yeah. hold 90,000 they've been sort of putting stories out from his point of view yeah. or what are quite positive towards him other publications have been a bit more like the, I think the Mail was it Mike Keegan and the Mail has been quite yeah. sort Negative of again I'm, I'm wary of you know pro yeah. Sheikh Jassim is not the right word but more positive stories about him and more stories mm. about him and his bid than the other way around or the other side of it so this is probably going to carry on it might even carry on forever do you know what I mean the United will still be in 10 years <laughs> time hearing feels. about stories about how you know when United lose he'll be like well they wouldn't have lost on the Shade Jassim yeah. Shade Jassim was going to make sure we didn't lose that game yeah. I hope you're ready for all the tweets on, oh honestly <laughs> it's like I get it right I get people that wanted it are frustrated I understand all that but there's a big part of me thinks like that's done now let's focus on this let's focus mm. on 
if he's coming in, yes, hold him to account. I want to hold him to account more than as much as anyone. Yes, still criticise and call out and protest against the Glazers because they're still here. That's yeah. what we need to focus on, not this all this nonsense about you know what we didn't get for Christmas. Well, one of the things we didn't get for Christmas, the, um, I mean, the, the a potential yeah. new stadium, and, and one in particular that you like the look of the concept image. If we can just get that up, <laughs> this was what we, this is what um, Sheikh Jassim would have built for us apparently, um, if if. Um, that was option A. That was option now, A. Now, I'm not. I'm not a, um, a structural engineer or a, a builder or a city planner or an architect or anything like that. But can we just put that up again? <laughs> like, and again, I'm, yeah, I'm sort of using my sense. eyes on the scale here. Are we saying that this stadium would have been basically f- running from about? I'm going to guess from about Stretford to Cheetah Mill. <laughs> It is, it is yeah. absolutely gigantic. Are we saying actually. that this stadium's probably going to be about... 400,000 seats? 400,000 seats, yeah. about yeah. two, maybe three miles long. Yeah, Looking at that picture there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, so We've got four different yeah. games going on at I the same time. I think you could probably fit everyone in Manchester well, in no, it. The, the plan was to play every Premier League game in on Saturday, state. three o'clock. At once. At once. Just yeah, in the City United will be at home at the same time. It'll be, it'll be blessed. Now, yeah. I'm not saying he wouldn't have built a new stadium and I'm not saying it might have looked a little bit like that. I don't think it would have been that big yeah. because that's like, you would have had to nuke Manchester to clear <laughs> the, the sort of city centre yeah. to build that. It just seemed a bit like, oh, really? It yeah. looks like he's um, copied and pasted the Allianz Arena, put some United <laughs> logos on it and then yeah. enlarged it by two times. I didn't think that was a, a fan-made concept, but it did, <laughs> certainly did the rounds where people... I love the it. facts as well. Like It's like, listen, don't worry about everything that's there as well because you can see like parts of the city centre. Yeah, yeah, we'll just, just, we'll just buy all that Like <laughs> yeah. that's already owned by, <laughs> half of it's owned by Abu Dhabi as well. We'll buy all that and we'll bulldoze it and we'll build this stadium. Yeah, Gary like, Neville's going to give you the hotel. Yeah, I love that ambition, to be fair. But it's also a nonsense. Yeah. A um, couple of uh, super chats. Abdullah Ibrahim says, do we know if it's a personal investment from uh, from Jimmy or is it through <laughs> Ineos? Can't seem to find anything concrete. Also, who will pick up the debt? I don't think there is anything concrete on the, on those two things. I think they sort of amount to the same thing. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. The sense that I thought the debt was Ineos. I was going to say that Ineos, that might um, yeah, exactly. the least financial yeah. expert. I think it, it, it hasn't been made a con- right. official concrete just yet. The rumours, like you said, yeah. was that the debt would be put on Ineos, which is essentially the same as, well, it, the, the the debt isn't being put on United. That's yeah, one thing that I think on no one has reported so far. The Glazers, when they bought it, the debt was put on the club. When when Jim Ratcliffe buys it, the debt will be put on himself or his own business, which is obviously, you know, maybe less than ideal. But again, it isn't debt that is United are being lumbered with. We don't have to pay the interest on that debt mm-hmm. through the club like we currently have to. So. Uh, to me, that seems relatively palatable. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, um, it kind of makes sense. Uh, it's it's a it's just annoying in it that we've still got all this debt. Yeah, like, we're still here. You remember in two thousand and five? Well, you remember you weren't, weren't born and you were probably about seven or something. I was one. I was twelve. You were one. I'm sorry, you were one and twelve. Sorry. I was in the boardroom. I'm what sure you mean? were reading the Financial Times at, uh, <laughs> at the same time. But Business I remember like either. the whole thing was about the debt. That's what everyone was mm. kicking off about. It wasn't the. the that we didn't know how badly we we're going to manage the club and everything else, although yeah. we, cons- we suspected it. It was this debt you're ploughing a club into, and it was about 600, 700 million quids worth of debt. Forgive me, I've forgotten the exact figure. And we're at the same now. 
It's yeah. not gone down. And they always said that the, the noise from the Glazers was, we will, over the period of time, get rid of the debt. Mm. That will go. And they didn't. They just kept taking dividends, kept having these sort of never-ending loans and all the rest of it. And the debt just kept increasing or staying pretty much where it yeah. didn't move. So that is a real frustrating element of this. So if we can get yeah. rid of the debt, that would be a big deal, I think, for a lot of us Massive. as well, who initially were like, yeah. that is the reason we didn't want the Glazers. I think the only thing they ever did, which maybe in their eyes they consider lowering the debt, was... There was a point when the interest rates, Kieran Maguire was chatting about this, he mentioned it to me a while ago, where the interest rates on the debt, and this is, I'm just picking these numbers out there, but I'll just I'll use it as a contrast. Mm -hmm. Let's say the interest rates used to be 20% on these yeah. loans. They're now like 7%. So maybe in the Glazers' eyes, they went, well, theoretically, the you know eventual debt has been limited by the fact that the interest rate, but they've literally done nothing in terms of concrete. Here's what it used to be. Here's what it is now. It's you know just what? It's, it's, it's right as well because yeah. when you stood in Old Trafford and the roof's leaking on you and you're watching the Scousers batter you, yeah. it's like you can go, well, <laughs> the interest rates have gone down. The interest rates have gone down yeah. a bit, which is great. It makes everything better, really. That's like it? a trophy in itself. It is. Um, Tina Telefson Totoka says, will the new director of football have full power when it comes to transfers or will the Glazers have the last say? The Glazers will have the last say on anything if they want it because they own most of Man United. So that's, well, that this is the is thing, every isn't it? decision is that. We also don't know if we're going to get a new director of football. So, That's the rumour. Th this whole thing has been this morning with a lot of papers is that he's some, I know he's only going to hold 25%, but he's going to have full sporting control. Mm. Now, what do the other Glazers individually own? Do they own, any of them own more than 25%? Would he be the biggest individual mm. shareholder? Let's have a look. Because we know that between the six of them, mm -hmm. they own 69%. How is that spread out? Because I believe that. Joel owns a bit more than some of the others. Yeah. And I think we'll have Rob. Trevor and Duncan and Chiniqua cashed in a load of theirs not long ago. So according to Statista.com, yeah. these are the largest shareholders at Manchester United as of September 2022 by total voting power. Mm -hmm. right. So as it stands, Joel Glazer owns the most yeah. um, at 19%. Yeah. Darcy Glazer owns 18. Brian owns 17. Avram mm -hmm. owns 14. Kevin owns 13. And Edward owns... <laughs> 13 Kevin essentially 12.99 can't start making names up um, who are these people so that is according to statista.com I don't know where they've got their information it says I can see the source the source you need an account to see the source oh. so um, well that let's just that's let's take it as statista as a lie let's just say for the sake of argument yeah would so that, obviously that, that voted in power adds that up. would put Sir Jim Ratcliffe as a bigger shareholder than any of them individually mm -hmm. yes so that might be the way he's getting sporting control. If he's like, well, I am the biggest individual shareholder. Yeah, obviously they will I vote would, as one. Yeah, mm. but I'm going to be... Though, isn't it? I don't know. I presume that's how this could work because we are even he's going to be in control of sporting yeah. decisions. So how does that happen if you're not... I mean, we don't know how tight knit the Glazer family are and how consistent they are on agreeing to everything when it comes to Manchester United-related issues. I mean, I'd be some of them I'd could... Be, I'd be texting yeah. Darcy. Yeah. Going, your Kevin says you're right, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you know what I mean? Oh, Get yeah. Edward involved. Ed Edward, you should have heard what Joel was saying about you. The other yeah. day, yeah, yeah. Proper, proper slacking just off. It up. Says your missus is well ugly. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Get them that. scrapping because yeah. obviously they they're going to vote as a block, aren't they? And that's the assumption yeah. is that they own it's individual. But like you said, it is a good point that 
if that is correct, and if the rumours that Sir Jim Ratcliffe is going to own 25% of Man United is correct, including a lot of it being those Class B shares, which are the ones that, you know, you can buy... That's a good point. You can well, buy, if he's taking some of theirs away, yeah. they're going to go down as well, aren't Yeah, because so. you can buy 100% of Manchester United on the stop. Or, or you can buy every share available of Manchester United. You will have zero voting <laughs> rights compared to the Glazers because the so only sales that are for share are the Glazers. It's a deal that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, horrible. That's, for why the, that's why the whole... You know, market value argument doesn't really hold any water because the actual shares that are for sale are essentially worthless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The only valuable ones are the ones that have voting rights. Obviously, the rest are valuable. They have value. You can trade them. But the ones, if you want to control Manchester United, and the only way you're getting that is if the Glazers agreed to sell them to you. And obviously, they now have done that. The thing with Jim Ratcliffe is some of his shares are Class A shares, which are the ones that don't have quite the, 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 the same voting power. The only thing we need to work out, and maybe we'll find out, maybe we'll never know, mm-hmm. is which percentage of the ones he's buying are these sort of high control ones, which ones are the low control ones, what percentage of the Glazers have sold that. Like, there's a lot to un, uh, sort of unfurl over the next week or so. But yeah, if, if he's owning 25% of Man United and controlling 25%, that would put him probably up there as, you know, as a single individual, one of the... The, the highest shareholders at Manchester United, or maybe the highest. So mm-hmm. that is a point in terms of the control and power that he might have. It'll be interesting to see what happens with all that. And obviously, Thursday's when we're going to hear the vote. We're going to keep you posted. We're going to hear from Ben Jacobs. I think you're interviewing him tomorrow, aren't you, Sunshine? Yes. Uh, we'll also get, we'll get a few other journalists. We'll speak to Kieran Maguire again and get him to explain all this nonsense to me. Um, Charlie, you may not know, or you may know, that we do a thing called Wally of the Week. Mm-hmm. Pretty self-explanatory. Just pick someone from last week or from whenever you want, to be honest with you. There's no rules in it. Who's been a right wally and your reasons for picking them? I'm not sure. Oh, gosh, you're proper putting me on the spot here. I don't know who's been a wally. Uh, Shay Jassim? Shay Jassim? We can can go there. Controversial. Can we? He's been a Wally because he's not bought Manchester I don't United. Know. I don't know. I mean, you can do what you want. You pick who you want. Yeah, I mean, I'll Andy Crawler picked his own brother when he did it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I, I might have to go for Shake. Just, I mean, that news is never gonna be positive, is it, for no. him? So he wow. want, he wanted the club. Obviously, he's got out of it. He didn't think the valuation was worth it in the end. So, yeah, I'd say he's my Wally of the week just because he's ended up losing out on it. Fair enough. Who's yours? I can't think of another. No, that's fine. Listen, I get it. I understand. Uh, it's a safe space to share. You can pick any one of the week you want. Mine's probably mi- uh, me. Mine? Oh, God. Because I, um, I ran the uh, Manchester Half Marathon you yesterday. You just wanted to get that ending. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Jim. We're not allowed to brag ever. No. Yeah. Not uh, at all. Without, Don't see I me bragging about Definitely didn't mention it when Don't I came in. Don't see me plastering it all over on me social media. Yeah, exactly. Without training. Legend. I Absolute did. Legend. I did train a bit. I did train in the summer, but I haven't. Yeah. I hadn't ran since July, which was stupid. Are you sore? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my word. Down the stairs today. I love um, that. I love the fact you didn't train. And you did it. And you did it to be I ran the whole thing. It was. It was like two hours forty. Yeah. It's about as slow as you can run a half marathon. But I didn't. I didn't walk any of it. I just sort of shuffled along the whole thing. But that's why I'm. That's why I'm a wally because I should have trained harder. <laughs> You're not gone faster no, than better. I, I've, I'm better man than I. I think yeah. fair play because. To run a half marathon, and you've not ran since last time you ran was in Central Park, wasn't it? You were telling you, me, yeah. Um, and that was ages ago. And like to, to, to embark on that and to finish it, and to not just think, oh, you know what, start this. This is a disastrous idea. Or even just start walking a bit of it, which is fine if you want to do. That. Yeah, obviously, fair play to you. I don't think you're Wally. Um, you. Do you know who I'm going to go with my Wally the week? Oh. You can chuck them in both together. Gallup Southgate and John Henderson. Both do my head. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like just stop being thick. 
Right, why is everyone booing him? Well, we know why he's booing him, but it's all right. I don't know why people are booing me, but I do. You're not making any sense, right? Mm. You know why you're getting booed? Because you came out with this nonsense about being a social justice warrior. Then as soon as you got offered a few quid, you thought, sat that, I'll I'm just throw all them people that I was sticking up for under the under the bus because I'm getting paid a few quid. Just own it. Mm. And don't stop being pretending why you don't get it. Of course you do. It's a load of rubbish. So yeah, them two demired him, both of them, Southgate and him. My favourite quote on that was, I don't know why I was booed, but I do understand the fans' view. What? That doesn't wait, make wait, any sense. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Why what are you going? About? How what can you yeah. understand their view if you don't know what their view is? And if you do know what their view is, then you know, you know why you're being booed. <laughs> Honestly, this is what I mean. I People that. just say For like sure. a sentence where the, the end of it contradicts the beginning. Yeah. It's like when they get media trained, they're just given a bunch of sentences and it's like, just throw them together and it'll yeah. come out looking no, all right. The, it's one of those things. It's like, it's, it's, it's technically like a sort of, a, do you know those magic eyes where if you look at it a certain way, it makes a picture. Yeah. What they do when they give media training is they give you about 40 f sentences, like you said, and if you put any of those 40 f sentences in any order, just use three of them, it will make some kind, kind of sense. Of sense yeah. So if you just say, you know, it's not about me, it's about the team. We go again next week. I understand the fans' view. And you can just slot them in. And he <laughs> thinks if you just like slot half a sentence with that one, he's tried to use that model, yeah. but it's not worked for him, has it? He's there used to be a game on the iPhone. The wrong way that was like a football game and part of it you had to memorise the press conferences at the end so it'd flash what lines you had to say and it was just exactly everything just a picker, you said. like a little pick and, and mix of lines and it was oh, it got it went to like eight at one point new star soccer amazing game um, I've got a few super chats just go before on. we go um, Keith Kelly says I'm glad uh, you lot are not dividing the fan base and spreading agendas unlike other people uh, please Jay buy Pepsi Max Trade with this money thank you very much Keith thanks Keith and I'll make sure I get that money because you said it's for me yeah, not to be distributed throughout the channel. Um, Nick Collins says, something to consider. If if Jim owns the club when he dies, would his shares go to the club or would his shares be owned by Ineos or would it pass to his kids? I they mean, go, that's something go, for us all to consider go, in our own time, go, They actually go to us. That's why. <laughs> so, pro Sir Jim, when yeah. he dies, me and Joe get all the shares that he's got. So that's why we've been like, nah, we're not feeling the shit, the same thing. We want, no. we want Sir Jim. No, we're keeping it for ourselves. You sure? Really? Yeah. Can't get 1%. Uh, I've been at Verma. We're going to build that stadium that's the size of Odsal. <laughs> yeah. Avinav Verma says, I think for footballing decisions, you need more than 75%. So Jim having 25 means that the book with footballing decisions would rest with Jim. I'm not sure that's true because the Glazers have never owned more than 75%. No. And yet they have made between them all of them. their sporting yeah. decisions. So I don't know if there's an extra level of control you have or maybe there's a bit of misunderstanding there, I'm not sure. But thank you very much, Abinav. Um Russell Thompson says, has Jim paid you lot? Uh, you're making out like this isn't the absolute disaster that it is. Glazers out. Yes, he has paid. He them. has paid. I just told and, you that. Yeah, We're getting his shares when he dies. Yeah, we get 1% of the club now and the further 24% when he dies. Perfect. Um, so that explains why, you know, we have a different opinion to you. Uh, Patrick Cassidy says, cheers for having a level head, uh, a level headed chat up the paddock. Thank you very much. And I respect everyone's opinion. I genuinely do. Um, but I just think that trying to be slightly optimistic on this Man United is closer to having the Glazers out than they were 12 months ago yeah. it's not what I wanted I wanted them out immediately I wanted new people in immediately and we haven't got that we haven't got any promises on on sale on transfers on the on the stadium on the facilities hopefully we'll get more of that next week but I feel more optimistic now than I did 12 months ago, or let's say when the Super League was announced. Yeah, you know, I feel like we're moving in the direction where the Glazer era, I can see it, how it would be behind us now, whereas for a long time, I just thought they're going to be here forever. So I do feel better than I did. Let's, yeah, exactly. And let's not pretend that we were all buzzing about being state-owned. And let's not pretend that this yeah. wasn't a state-back bid, because yeah, it just so. was. 
So and I'm not going to start contradicting what we said months ago. And it's like, fair enough if that's what you want. I said it at the time. If that's what you wanted, I understand that. But one thing is clear, we ain't getting that now. This is what we're getting. So continue to call out the Glazers and call out Sir Jim Ratcliffe and make sure that A, we get rid of the Glazers and B, Sir Jim Ratcliffe does the things that he's promising to do. Mm -hmm. And we'll be the first ones to criticise him if he doesn't. Don't worry about that. Charlie, where can we find you, brother? Charlie is a red. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. I've also got a uh, YouTube channel, Charlie Warwick. Some of my music stuff's on there. What sort of music is it? Hip-hop, all that kind of yes. stuff. Yeah. So if you... Fancy listening to any of that? Go give that a check out for us. We'll stick some Coming links in the description, man. It's good, good to see you, you man. Thank definitely you very much, guys. on again for us. soon. That's been Charlie's Red. That's been Joe Smith. I've been Jay Moyer. This has been the Paddock Podcast. Don't forget to hit like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for watching. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.